first. gloves are off the gloves are off and freedom of speech is absolute welcome to the uncensored podcast where nothing is off limits so stick your trigger warnings up your ass y'all need jesus And we are live for the first episode of the Uncensored Podcast. We have uh, Rich uh, here with me and DLD After Dark. Before we get into it, let's go ahead and talk about why we started this. Since everyone's grabbing a firearm, I might as well grab a firearm too. My little SBR. My 300 blackout SBR. Oh, I'm your SBR with one stormtrooper off. I was racking a little... Okay. All right, so okay, this is what we're. This is what this podcast is about. This podcast is about stuff we can't do on YouTube without getting a strike. We can talk about different things without getting a strike. So we're celebrating Um, essentially, and and everything else. This is not a firearms per se podcast, even though we do all like firearms and we all do firearm stuff. A little bit. All right. So we have some people and this we're going to be engaging with each other more because this is more for the audio portion. So you guys, this is not a live stream. It is a live stream, but it's audio. So they're not going to, so this is mostly for the podcast. So showing off guns and stuff is not really advantageous to the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So for all those listeners out there, what I was holding is a German, well, Whatever. A Rich. 556 SBR. Stop making sounds with the guns, please. All right. Today I'm we're gonna be we're gonna be talking about Islamic extremism and the um the Israeli war. If you guys don't know, which I'm sure you do, Hamas launched a attack against Israel, killed a bunch of babies, beheaded them. I heard about that. Burned down some people's houses. And yet, there's some terrorist sympathizers out there that sympathize with them. Now, there's some nuances to the whole entire thing. Like, for example, I believe that Israel has the right to crush Hamas. But I also believe that we should not be uh, putting troops in there. So there's some nuance. And I think a lot of people lose that nuance but first let's talk about hamas and how some people defend hamas such as ilhan omar uh the squad basically aoc ilhan omar you know rich you can go ahead and start introduce yourself talib um i'm sorry everyone knows who we are this is flying rich from flying rich firearms so let me kick it over to him first Rich has a firearms channel on YouTube, a couple different channels, Flying Rich and Flying Rich Firearms. He also runs a website called FlyingRich.com. What do you think about the Hamas thing? Uh, So I'm of two minds. First off, I I think their cockroaches need to be crushed. Uh, The other thing is the entire population has been trained since they, you know, knew how to talk that Jews were the problems in their life. So the only thing they know is to have a better life, they need to exterminate Jews. 
so th this is it's kind of a complex problem in that one anybody that attacks civilians like happened last week I, I think are cockroaches and need to be eliminated what? Uh, the the other thing is the, these people can't be educated that Jews are the source of all of their problems. All right, Dark, what do you think? <clears throat> My apologies, I was on mute there. Uh, so I'm Dark with DLD After Dark for those who don't know me. Um, so my my opinion may not be one of uh, popular public opinion. I think a, a couple things. One, that um, so many people are just here to support the popular thing right so just as so many people are picking up like support for uh palestine they may not understand that what they're doing what they're standing for is actually standing for palestine which is standing for hamas which is standing for the terrors that were just committed on civilians okay so i i i very much dislike the i support the, the, current, the thing. current thing right like I, I i dislike that and of course you see blm fall in line with palestine because they're led by a terrorist they are literally if you guys haven't done the research on it um we're talking about uh the marxist too yeah Susan rosenberg 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 rosenthal but i forgot her name rosenthal. She was a former weather underground literal terrorist who was charged with terrorism. She was caught with like 500 pounds of explosives and uh, she's literally leading Black Lives Matter. And she is a literal terrorist. It was actually pardoned by Bill Clinton, interestingly enough. Uh, but uh, I'm not surprised to see that they are, are siding with them. Now, all the people that are like, well, I supported BLM, they're gonna jump on and support them too. Now, my personal opinion is that it, it First off, any violence on any civilian, any innocent life, I absolutely 100% completely disagree with. And the people that, or the the group, I don't even want to call them people, the uh, animals, the groups, yeah, savages, the savages that are perpetuating that terror and committing those acts, 100% need to take a dirt nap. They they need a 115 grain pill, you know. In, injected in their in their brain um but uh i think that america should not continue to bleed itself dry of resources we are literally funding proxy wars that are destroying our country and they're withering away at you know at our infrastructure which is already being actively destroyed by our current administration and it's just going to compromise us. And then once we're involved in all these wars, we are a we become a very easy target for other countries that would like to actively, you know, destroy us. I want to follow up on that with you, Dark. But first, let me just state that I just want to make a point here. A lot of people say Israel cut off Gaza, you know, from the rest. They they cut off Gaza. They wouldn't let them travel to the West Bank and whatnot. A lot. What a lot of people don't realize is Palestine. There's two Palestinian authorities. You have Gaza, which is ran by Hamas, which is a terrorist organization, and on the other side, you have the actual Palestinian uh, Palestinian Authority, which is like what is it? Fatah is the name of the party, and they believe um, in non nonviolence. 
So they also have open and free elections and stuff like that. The people in Gaza voted for voted for Hamas, but two thousand six. But Fatah had enough votes to hold on to power, but Hamas did a coup, and and uh, basically kicked Fatah out out, and Hamas started moving into the West Bank. So the West Bank, the the Fatah party, which is the Palestinian Authority, asked Israel to cut off. The West Bank from Gaza, or Gaza from the West Bank, and there hasn't been another election since. <laughs> Let's uh, not forget that. Since yeah, 2006, since they're voted in power, and, and yeah. So I, I so, but I just wanted to make, I just wanted to make it clear that this is Hamas Palestine and not Palestine, not Palestine altogether. Because you have the West Bank, which is different from Gaza. Which is different. People that say, oh, well, you know, Israel won't even release uh, the control of the water to them. Israel won't release control of the power to them, uh, like the electrical power. And uh, that's not entirely untrue. But if Hamas was able to literally physically control the water and the power and the Wi Fi and all, all the things that these people need to live, what do you think that would look like? What what is what what are the types of things that you know terrorists, dictators, and, and evil people use against people? The resources. Yeah, water, food, electricity. They they would absolutely use those as tools against them. And I'm not look, I'm not pro Palestine, I'm not pro Israel. Now I believe that the evil that was done was terrible, and I think that they deserve to be cleaned up if the country decides to if our country decides to involve themselves and they already have in the cleanup that's fine i'm just saying i'm i'm with john i i believe that we should not go over there and clean them up but i certainly will, will not uh disagree we should not continue bleeding resources into into other countries and and right now so we're able to um to uh what was it like we can manufacture fourteen thousand uh 110 shells a month and currently Ukraine is using, what, 6,000 a day or something like that. And we're supporting them. So it's like it's, it's impossible for us to, to maintain, you know, ourselves while taking care of these other countries. And if we continue in this direction, it's going to continue to weaken us. I want to go to Rich. Rich, do you think we should get involved? Um, I'm kind of in the hell no category unless it's some form of non-military support. Meaning, I don't care if we sell them weapons, but I, I don't want our boots on the ground unless it's getting American citizens out. What do you think? Uh, of, what do you think about using Navy SEALs or whatever to do hostage rescues and getting the American citizens out? Yeah, I'm I'm okay with that, but I, I don't want us as the U.S. involved in another freaking conflict. I don't want to say war, but conflict. No, I agree with you. Think, what do you think about, uh, both of you guys, what do you think about um, American citizens that are uh, trapped in Israel having to sign promissory notes that they promised to pay back the amount that was um, invested in their rescue once they return? I, I, think, that, that? I think that's ridiculous. Yes. I haven't heard about that, yes. but I think that's ridiculous. Yeah. 
help the, help me out. Um, who who's getting him to sign that? United States getting free uh, food, room, board, and medical. Are they signing promissory notes? They're going to pay that back. Who's signing? Pro who's who's doing this promissory notes? I'll, I'll pull it up. Or why are you pulling that up? Uh, why are you pulling that up? Um, I also want to bring up, um, talk about uh, Egypt in a little bit, but I do believe that we should use our, our resources to get our people back. But I just want to remind everyone, man, there is the Tiger King thing, right? And Tiger King, who is the good guy in Tiger King? No one. Exactly. There's just people that are a little bit less. Like the, like the closest person to a good guy was the guy that chopped up the federal agent in the bathtub. And it might have been the, and might have been the inspiration for Scarface. I got it pulled up here. Okay. So the Gateway pundit um, reported on this. Uh, they're the they're legit they're, source. They they're legitimate, even if you know, whatever one's feelings may be on that. It says, in a time when Americans in Israel are relying on their government for support and protection, the U.S. State Department Council, uh, Consular Affairs Crisis Management System, or CACMS, has left many American citizens hanging in the wind, demanding them to sign promissory notes as a precondition for any assistance in evacuating from the crisis-hit region. The so-called assisted departure options were outlined in an email sent to American citizens that were stranded in the Middle Eastern nation, stating that the U.S. government would offer loans for transportation. Now, look at what happened in Afghanistan when we pulled out. Look at the amount of Americans that were killed, stranded, left, right? There were more civilians that got involved and were, you know, pulling off rescue so, missions. Both in Afghanistan and uh, currently in Israel, Glenn Beck's organization, Mercury One, has been, mm -hmm. you know, they, they had an F-ton of planes ready to get people out of Afghanistan. I think they were thwarted by the American military, 100%. the American government. Yeah. And yeah. they're trying to do the same thing in Israel right now. But you also have Tim, uh, you might not like Tim Kennedy, and I know, Dark, you definitely don't like Tim Kennedy. Well, I disagree with something that he said, even though he seems to have um, shifted his perspective very, very like 180. Um, I just disagree with something that he said. But yeah. he's trying to get people out of of Israel, his organization and his organization got people out of uh, Afghanistan. Good. That's awesome. But, you know, I think this is something that, you know, the, the SILs should be dropping uh, warheads on foreheads and we should be getting our people out once we get our people out whatever and what do you guys think about egypt egypt is saying hey we're not gonna let you let your citizens cross our borders unless you wait, give wait, us wait. something wait, which citizens gotta make sure you make that clear. american citizens trying to leave israel they said that they can't cross they can't they can't we're not gonna let them cross the border unless can we, really quickly, can we back up just one second, then we'll jump right back into this. My, my question is, if we do engage in, in acts of warfare to free American citizens, can we just put our hands up and say, okay, we're done? Or, or is that us engaging in a war that would then continue with whomever we... Uh, no, I think we can. I think we can be like hostage rescue. Yeah. I mean, we, we do it all over the globe. 
But yeah, I mean, we've already bombed a uh, surplus run that was going between um, Iraq and Syria, and uh, the the USS. Um, you remember when that night that happened? I I called you. Yeah, I didn't see anything on the news about that. Well, I I would uh, guess that uh, because of the type of people that are reporting on this, um, I would guess that it wasn't something public. C seventeen Globemaster landed in Tel Aviv. Carrying seals, Marsat guys. Uh, we have a navy ship carrier transit to Israeli coast. Well, there is a navy ship carrier that trans that that it came from Kuwait. So this says update carrier assets. Now this was October 9th at eight thirty eight twenty four p.m. Carrier assets, most likely F thirty fives, launched from USS Gerald R Ford, just bombed an Iranian supply convoy traveling to Syria from Iraq. Now. <laughs> Excuse me. The interesting thing here is that that was, I mean, within hours of, um, excuse me, so sorry. Um, that's what happens when I drink Topo Chico. So this was within hours of Hamas saying, hey, we want to do a ceasefire. We want to talk to you guys about, uh, you know, trading prisoners because we have Palestinian prisoners in Israeli prisons and we have your civilians, which they were calling, um, you know, casualties of war, which... Like you can't injure civilians, kidnap them, rape them, and then call them casual, like you know, combatants, right? They're they're civilians, but they said, oh yeah, we'll just you know we'll call a ceasefire, and then we'll just trade you know uh, your civilians for our imprisoned or imprisoned um, you know um, Palestinians or whatever, right? But they were actually only calling a ceasefire to feign compliance so they could wait for their resupply which was bombed by the united states apparently but these these are also the guys that are reporting on this are guys that are in the military that could never actually come out and and say it so it's it's not directly confirmed see i i i the thing that makes me doubt that is geography okay how are they going to get it to Gaza? Um, I don't know. I mean... Uh, There's no land routes. You have to go through Israel. Maybe maybe paragliders. <laughs> Sorry, that's not, not funny. Sorry. Um, I don't know. Um, I don't know what the what the plans were, but, but that was apparently a um, Hamas resupply. Yeah, I'm, I'm... The only thing that makes me doubt it is... Geographically, how could they physically get it there? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe. I mean, do they have boats out there or something? Well, they they would have to if if it's coming from Iraq, they would have. I think they would have loaded it in the Med and then took it around instead of driving it through Syria because Syria, then you're there's no way to get it on a boat. So it says it was traveling to Syria from Iraq. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, the, the, I don't know. Just the geo, ge, uh, ge, geography, geography told doesn't, yeah. doesn't add up. Yeah, interesting. Maybe they knew something we didn't. I, I have no idea. Because there's no way they're going to let a convoy go into Gaza through Israel right now. Yeah, yeah. That shit yeah. ain't going to happen. Those uh, those uh, checkpoints looked pretty fierce in uh, in Israel. They uh, They were not playing. Yeah. So let's expand a little bit. And I want to go into 
the people on college campuses like Harvard and stuff that is that are actively promoting Hamas. And there was actually a New York teacher that said that um, that it was a successful operation for Hamas and was celebrating the operation of Hamas. And I talked to some of the reporters over there. I know some of the reporters over there that actually saw the bob- the babies with the heads cut off. And I, and I trust these people and they were embedded with the Israelis when they took back the, the nursery. Um, and one of the guys told me that it was like the worst thing he'd ever seen in his life. I, I would like to say that these people that are saying these things just don't know better and are stupid and are, are just supporting the next thing that they hear about, right? I mean, think of, of BLM, right? They're literally putting a picture of a paraglider out there saying, we support Palestine. Okay, guys, those paragliders that, that you're saying that you support, right, just literally machine gunned down, mowed down a bunch of innocent, likely leftist civilians at a techno concert yeah we're gonna bring up that how how is that your it how can you stand there and as a a man or a woman or i don't know whatever they may identify as right (laughs) but how can you stand there and say i support that or this was a successful mission like do you guys understand that that this is not a, a a a situation of mutual combat right this is not one i mean this is literally people mowing down unarmed civilians and and openly raping women and it's the brutality Wait, raping kids that. yeah R- raping prepubescent approved uh whatever females prepubescent the the reality is that like when hamas is taking these like nine to twelve year old girls they're not taking them because children are worth more, okay? They're taking them to rape them. And, and they don't understand, I guess. I guess or, or I don't know. Maybe, maybe they do. Maybe, maybe that's part of their goal to make uh, minor attracted persons a more normal thing. But Jesus Ooh. Christ, have mercy on them. That, it's, that's a terrible thing. So I don't know what to say other than I just I hope these people don't know what they're supporting. Just like they didn't know what they were supporting when they were supporting BLM. Yeah, it's it's really it's really ridiculous and it's absolutely disgusting to me. You don't have to be pro Israeli, but if you're pro Hamas, you're evil. Yeah, what what would we say nowadays today if somebody were to come out and and say Hitler was right? Right? Like let let's say somebody went out and they posted on their Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, X, whatever it is, and they said Hitler was right. Gas the Jews. What, what do you think would happen to them? They would. They would be shit on by every single person, right? Because why? Yeah. Because we associate mass murder of innocent, you know, the, the extinguishing of of you know mass amounts of innocent life, right? I don't know if I said that correctly, but you know. It, mass murder of 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 civilians, civilians. Yeah. yeah so if, if that's not appropriate 
then why the fuck is this appropriate? Oh, I'm sorry, am I allowed to cuss? You can do whatever you want. It's called uncensored. Okay, cool. Then why the fuck is that okay? Right? I don't know. It's just seeming like we're... The general public has been conditioned to just fall in line with whatever is popular and whatever they are told to support. And, you know, we're hearing about all these mainstream media uh you know um whatever uh sources resource channels whatever the fuck to to not call hamas uh a terrorist organization like well then what the fuck are they then can we um, call them dirty filthy terrorists um can i just say that ilhan omar uh five hours ago said that there that we are experiencing a humanitarian catastrophe uh as a result of yeah, I can't, I can't talk tonight. As a result of the Israel's military campaign. You know, that little brother fucker is a piece of shit. No, that, that's, is that, that is Ilham Omar. Yeah, yeah, here we, Ilham, yeah. 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 Uh, and, yeah. and she's accusing, uh, she's asking, saying, killing innocent children and civilians where only exacerbate violence. And she's talking about she's talking about the Israelis. Where where was she? Right, right. Where was she a week ago? Um, so now, I think the other thing is that the Israelis are saying, "Hey, by the way," and, and I don't think anybody understands this. So the Hamas, any missile that's launched into Israel is from a church or a preschool or Hospital. wherever, so they can't strike back. They're literally putting, you know, mortars on the top of hospitals and preschools. Yeah. Yeah. So when we strike back and. Well, Israel strikes back. Then they have dead babies and, and, you know, blown up hospitals to put all over the news. Well, Rashida Tlaib actually shared a video of a dead kid saying, oh, look at this. And it was like from 2013. Yeah. That she was. She was. Re, she was pitting out Hamas propaganda. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was thinking we because that—that's actually right. uh, those were the things that were done. Like I know a bunch of GWAT guys that they would literally put, you know, kids out there in the open and then fire from like uh, you know hidden positions. So Americans would shoot the kids with like a rifle tied to their arms or whatever, and then they'd be like, "Oh my God, look what the Americans did to our children." Right when they they did that, it was their their doing. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Excuse me for one second, guys. Yeah. The the other thing is we're we're I should say we're uh, the Israelis are saying, hey, by the way, leave this area, and the the Hamas is preventing the people from leaving. They're they're using any warm body, their own people as human shields. Yeah. So the, this is pretty high-end uh, terrorist scum we're talking about here. Yeah, it really is. The Rashida Tlaib is trying to get a bill passed to uh, to try to call on Israel to stop uh, attacking Hamas, which I don't like. I don't like. All right, let's go ahead uh, and move on to. Uh, the non-existent day of jihad. Well, I I was running around 
remember Rich, this is mostly this is most this is mostly for uh audio yeah yeah I, I was running around with my laptop bag with my mp5 and four loaded magazines yeah i had a backpack with uh with my with my mp5 in it but that's what i usually carry um yeah so i i didn't go out of my way i mean i usually keep like two pounds of rdx and a pound of comp b uh, i'm just kidding joking uh, i don't break any federal Pre-pack. laws uh in yeah and in, in you know with explosives or anything like that uh so no i i typically do have i always have my carry gun on me i uh, carry a glock 43x 21 rounds in it backup mag knife and then of course the uh goon beam flashlight and a uh can of uh hot sauce palm oc now sometimes i'll keep a long gun in my trunk and i had my 10.3 inch 556 with a can on it um boss tech echo binary trigger you know just in case all right here here's the thing though um i think a lot of people think that it was some type of psyop but i don't think that was the case particularly because there was some incidents that did not get a lot of play on tv over here there was actually an incident in china there was an incident in china that's what i'm talking about that was uh, a muslim guy stabbed uh, an Israeli embassy really worker, yeah. mm-hmm. um, and there was a teacher in France that got stabbed where the guy was yelling, uh, Allah Aloha Akbar. Snack bar. Yeah. yeah. All the snack bar. Um, there was another incident with another stabbing up in France, and then in Sweden, uh, a bunch of Islamic extremists stole a police van and rammed it into a police station. Whoa. So do you yeah. think it was a PSYOP, the whole entire day of, day I, of rage? Or do you think that Hamas called for it, but they were just hoping people would act as lone wolves? So are you asking if, if the Friday thing was a PSYOP or if yes. everything was no, a PSYOP? No, for the Friday thing. Okay. All right. Rich? So... Uh, that's a tough one to tell. I don't know how we would be able to determine that. There were some incidents. Was there widespread stuff? No, I, my sentiment, my current sentiment is be ever vigil. Um, maybe it happens next Friday. I don't know. Uh, I'll, I'll be ready. Uh, my sentiment is that I think that they were hoping for a bunch of lone wolves to stick to the streets and do whatever. Uh Yeah. I think I, I agree, and I think there's kind of two elements to this. Um, if you're a terrorist, what is your job? To call terror. terror for to, political yeah, to reasons. Fear, and stealth yeah, for political reasons. Fear into the hearts of as many people as possible for your own political gain, right? So there's kind of two elements to this. One is when they make that call out, they do strike fear and awareness into the hearts of most people because he made a call worldwide for all muslims uh, no that was a right-wing conspiracy theory yeah right funny i saw the video i mean yeah uh so there's kind of two elements to it one is that that instills fear into the hearts of everyone in the world right It, it it instills um um you know your your um 
it's divisive, right? So you're dividing people even more to where somebody would be scared of somebody because of their race, religion, creed, right? So you're you're kind of bringing us back to that like uh, 2001, you know, beware of people that wear turbans kind of thing that they that could absolutely cause that. But also they're hoping and praying that there are going to be lone wolf actors that have just been waiting for somebody to take action. And I, I know with certainty that there are people out there right now and last week, right now, next week, there's always going to be people that are radicalized, that want to take action, that are waiting on a reason, and they, they're waiting on feeling like they have some extra backup out there, right? Uh, yep. So... Johnny Barr is over in the chat, and uh, he says that he feels that it was done to gauge reaction, and I think that's a very valid point. Yeah. You remember when the uh, um, the Israeli art students went door-to-door um, to all the DEA agents to see how they would react uh, based on uh, basically, you know, it's a longer story. I, I don't know the story. It's, uh, yeah. Um, if anyone has time, look into it. But basically, uh, these uh, Mossad agents uh, came over as Israeli art students, and they went door-to-door selling art. But they only went to DEA agents. They got a whole bunch of uh, information, um, and part of that was a bunch of DEA agents. And they did it to watch how they reacted and document their their movements and see what they did and they gained intel from that yeah it's a a common just a common common thing to do in and in filthcraft yeah or spycraft whatever you want to call it yep yeah there's probing exercises uh among all of the different theaters of warfare including uh poisoning the uh the data stream my favorite yeah we talk about that too throw some bad data out there see if it pops up then you can kind of narrow down information yeah yeah that that gets done a lot that's why you have to be very careful when you're reporting on stuff because uh, a lot of times they will put out bad information just to try to track down who's leaking the information yep yep just one of those things that they actually do a lot yeah Shout yeah. out to Johnny Barr, though. Thanks for uh, coming and hanging out with us, Johnny. Yeah, Barr. we have uh, we have about forty some people in the chat. Nice, great to see you guys. Yeah, it's a- if uh, if anyone is out there, uh, obviously Johnny Barr is a viewer of my channel and y'all's channel too. He's a yep. viewer of all of ours. Uh, anybody else out there that's a viewer of DLD After Dark, I salute you. I appreciate all you guys. Thank you. Yeah, do you got DB Cooper out there and stuff like that as well? Yep. Yeah, my guy. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So with Islam, the majority, the vast majority of Muslims in this country are peaceful. The majority of Muslims in Europe are peaceful, but not as as peaceful as the Muslim. There's a, there's a lot more extremism in in Europe. Let's just put it that way. But it seems like for some ADX. Uh, ADX are 920s here too, but it it seems for some reason that we can't call out that. 
uh, we can call out white supremacy and, and, and like, you know, PTA bombs. Yeah, stuff like that. But yeah. I don't see them stabbing people, throwing acid on people's faces, uh, killing babies, cutting off heads, uh, blowing up buildings. Well, the reason is because running. they're able to talk about white people because they can say, well, white people have never been oppressed. So they're not any part of a particular protected class. But the moment that you speak about anybody who's black, brown, or yellow, it's immediately uh, oppression, right? But here's an interesting thing. More than 8 in 10 American Muslims say suicide bombings and other forms of violence against civilian targets are never justified, which is 81% of Muslims. Which seems or, high, but if you think about it, that's 81%. It should, I think it should be like close well, to gets, 100. It gets more interesting or rarely justified. 5% to defend Islam from its enemies. Worldwide, most Muslims also reject this type of violence, with a median of 72% saying that uh, such attacks are never justified and 10% saying they are rarely justified. Just 1% of United States Muslims and a median of 3% of Muslims worldwide say suicide bombings. So what this was narrowed down to are events that have civilian casualties, okay? Uh, suicide bombings and other violence against civilian targets are often justified, while 7% of U.S. Muslims and a global median of 8% of Muslims say such attacks are sometimes justified to defend Islam. We're talking about, like, I, I forgot the number. I don't have it pulled up right now, but we're talking, like, 80-something million Muslims that say that uh, it's sometimes justified or uh, that, that they're okay with some civilian and look i'm not i'm not saying it it, this is the difficult part when you say something like that or anything you people get the wrong message and begin to think that you're talking about a particular race yeah all 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 of them which is is not what you're doing yeah i am reading a um a stat that actually funny enough was uh brought up on um a popular podcaster's show and uh joe rogan in real no, life no. no in uh um it was a uh, uh, louder with crowder okay and okay. I, th- I think it was like 86 million but if you think about it they were referring to united states muslims so if there are 86 million muslims that say violence against civilians is justified to defend islam Just from one. its enemies that's a pretty or intense 21. number so the religion of peace that says convert or die, that can be uh, misinterpreted by some, and it could cause some problems. I think the religion of peace should be Buddhism myself, but I I think they just changed the slogan to religious of religion of mostly peaceful, <laughs> mostly I mean, peaceful fiery religion. <laughs> you guys, peaceful but mostly fiery religion. You got was that one of the comments? No. Oh. oh. You know, um, it, it never surprised me. Our, our Fiery, but mostly are, peaceful religion. Yeah. Um, no, I think... You the, know what Muhammad's last words were when he was dying? His dying declaration? She's 12? What? She's 12? No, no. His dying declaration was... And I can read it too, but essentially you can look it up. You know, when someone is dying, you would think they would say, like, tell tell my so-and-so I love them. 
tell you know make sure the you know uh, money tell in the all my twelve year old are... lives. Yeah, no. What he said is, uh, <laughs> what do you think about the Jews? No, I'm kidding. Um, so he basically <laughs> was like, uh, he said, "How Hitler?" There will be a time when the when the Jews are. I should pull it up and actually read it, but um, there'll be a time when basically the Jews will not be able to run. Okay, and if they do run and they hide behind a tree, that the tree, the tree will speak to the soldier and say, "Hey." From the rock in the tree, it'll say, "Hey, there's a Jew over here. Kill him!" <laughs> to the you know soldier, the uh, Islam. It, it's 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 pretty intense. Like I, how how can something, how can it be a a peaceful religion? I I don't understand that. And look, I know Christianity isn't always peaceful, right? But there's sure. a difference between you know flipping tables, and I, I know someone's going to be like, "Well, the." Whatever. Well, they're, they're going to go back to the Crusades or the Spanish we're, we're Inquisition talking, that happened like yeah, hundreds of years century. ago. Okay, if we keep it to this century, yeah, uh, we got a problem. We're also talking about you know a couple thousand people versus millions and millions and millions of people. Very different scale. Very different scale. But I, I just want to make sure that it's not all Muslims, like the Kurds, for no. example. Freaking great. Not at all. People. Not at all. It, it's it's just like anything else. Anyone, it's just like firearms. Anybody could become, um, you know, uh, what do you call it? Um, um, Jesus, I'm totally drawing a blank on, on like somebody could become violent, right? Most most gun owners are completely docile, you know, sport shooters that that love what they love firearms that carry a gun for the preservation of life. But somebody that has access to those things could become, you know, uh, volatile and violent and do something bad. Yeah, it's a, it, it can be used to control people. That's one of the dangers of religion is to control people and to get them to do mm-hmm. really, really evil, evil shit. And I, I think there is a problem. Um, and I think it's ignored a lot. So what's the solution? I think it has to be dealt with from inside Islam. Mm-hmm. Hey, I, I just noticed this. This came across around 8 p.m. Uh, Glenn Beck announced a first plane load, meaning his group, Mercury One. First plane load from Israel full of Americans is off the ground. What an honor to be able to work with my amazing audience once again to help those in need. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, there there's groups out there that are trying to to but suck much less than the American government. No, no, there. No, I'm talking about. We're getting back to this. There's groups that um that are trying to do good within the whole entire Muslim religion and trying to change everything. But they're, but they're, it seems like they're the outliers, and uh, and they're the ones who um, get a lot of backlash. Like, uh, what was it? There, there was a group over, uh, um, what what is his name? Damn it! Uh, uh the uh, Quilliam, the Quilliam Foundation, ran by uh, uh, Majid Nawaz. 
No Waz, whatever. No Waz, I think his name is. Uh, it's a group of Muslims, and they're against terrorism, and they work by going into mosque and preaching against terrorism and everything else like that. And the SPLC marked them as a Muslim hate group. So they sued the SPLC and won like $3.4 million. But, but what I'm saying is like groups like that, there's a lot of backlash against groups like that. Yeah. yeah. And I think also the whole infiltration of uh, Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia is funding all these Islamic schools everywhere. There's one in Herndon. Damn, oh, wow. I just saw the comment. GWAT, a general waste of time. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. So, um, so there, wow. there is a lot of, uh, like the whole entire, the, the Sufi schools and, you know, there's, there's the moderate Muslims and then you have these Muslim schools that are like preaching these, this really strict form of Islam. So now what do we do on an our on our home front when we have look I am 100% I have to preface this with this I am 100% freedom of choice right you do what you want you say what you want as long as you are not actively harming others if you are actively harming others then well, because we live in freedom right Yeah wahhabis wahhabism is what it's called by the way If you are harming others then you know you should be able to be dealt with right um but for for all these people that are you know actively um simping for hamas right i mean blm is advertising <laughs> a, a parach you know uh, a paraglider paratrooper it's just crazy like what needs to happen in that situation there is a group that are like queers again uh, queers for hamas yeah, like chickens off a building. Chickens for KFC. Basically, yeah, man. Yeah, I saw like, that. Like, dude, those, those guys don't exactly like you. Like, you know, they would literally murder you if you if you were there. These guys are laughing. They would you. put you in a cage and burn you. Yes. It wouldn't be it wouldn't be like a nice death. It would be a slow, painful death. Yeah. Not only would they put you in a cage and burn you, they would put you in a cage. And then put like your child at gunpoint and make your child catch you on fire. They're fucking savages. They're brutal. They're literally. I mean, you guys saw like the woman in the white dress in the Jeep literally had blood dripping out of her asshole, right? Ravagely raping these people because to them, they're animals, they're savages, they're worthless, and they belong to them. In their eyes, they are on their land and they belong to them. Yeah. It's it's really ridiculous. Um, in Afghanistan, uh, some of the tribal people had a saying that boys are for fun, women are for marrying. Yeah. Yeah. That's some pretty fucked up shit. Yeah. They're all butt fuckers. Um, so, well, they're not all butt fuckers. Sorry. 
Uh, so okay. So domestically, as as from afar, we're looking at these situations happening, and we're we're seeing you know shit pop off in Ukraine, right? A bunch of unarmed people that weren't prepared for shit, and then from afar, we're looking at Israel too, a bunch of unarmed people that weren't prepared for shit, and as we look at this from a distance, what can we do as Americans knowing that regardless of, of what happens in the future, right? And I think we're going to be involved. There was actually, uh, China essentially said, if America were to be involved in, in, you know, three or four wars, it would be a prime opportunity to strike them. Right. So, yeah. So all, all of that other stuff aside, I'm just saying from an individual standpoint, what are things that we can do to prepare for something that may pop up on our doorstep one day. Well, I want to keep this about Islam, but what okay. what we can do is uh, prepare. We can always prepare. Yeah, I'm going to try to keep this a little bit more structured than our other podcasts that we do. Okay, okay. But we can always be prepared. Prepared. Train, train, train. That's one of the things I would say. It doesn't matter. You can have the Gucciest rifle, Gucciest handgun that you have, but if you don't know how to use it, you're fucked. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And uh, building a community where you actually have trusted people that you can depend on and communicate with, even if all comms go down, even if power's out, Wi Fi's out, which I've been surprised watching, you know, uh, watching this happen. Like, these people are engaging in wars with power, with Wi-Fi, with water. They're flying drones. We are in in the drone stage of war. We're Fifth cities. generation warfare. Yeah. yeah we should do a whole podcast on that. Dude, S2 Underground did a video on fifth generation warfare. It was like a year ago. That is, it's gut-wrenching. It, it's, it's crazy. S2 yeah. Underground is the shit. What do you think about... Uh, Islamic extremists trying to sneak across the southern border. Rich, I'm going to kick it over to you. I hope we identify him with a drone and facial recognition at a distance of five miles away. That would be nice. But, you know, let's say you can identify, I don't know, like 27 a month. How many are getting across if you're only catching that many? But that's, uh, that's scary AF. I just pulled that, that number out of my ass, by the way. Yeah, but that's occurring or could potentially be occurring because that means uh, they, they have a high success rate of getting across. In, so here, here's the problem. I always relate it down to I, I've never trained in any kind of terrorist or urban warfare or whatever, but if me, Dark, and Crump wanted to turn the lights out in this country, it would happen. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm talking three people that could just disappear, you know, integrate into society, be completely, you know, stealth. Untrackable. And and we could turn the lights out in the entire country. And the water. Because turning the lights off would eventually turn the water off. Yes. And so the idea that somebody that may have training in Iran is sneaking across the border has better skills than me, Crump or Dark, uh, the shit they could do is pretty bad. Especially when you look back at an executive order that a particular president had signed off on to change all of the uh, power plants switches to cheap Chinese remote switches. 
and, and this was an EO that was designed to increase our security. And literally, by the stroke of a pen, we decreased all of our security. So that's that's a risk. For for me, um, okay, I believe I... that they're in this country already. They've been well, coming into this. I, I do want to. I just pulled up the statistics uh, here. Um, in July, um, there was a hundred sixty uh, uh, terrorist call uh, on the terrorist wa- on the terrorist watch list. Watch call, list. trying to sneak Court across. Or identified coming over the border. Call. They were now, identified, 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 160. Hold on. Okay. 160 that were identified. Yeah. And caught. Uh, no, just identified. It doesn't say anything about being caught. So they're in the United States. Yeah. Okay. This is what I've been telling Richard Bonder. You just go to Mexico. So... Okay, so can I can I go on on my my little rant about this? Go ahead. So um, I believe that we have had terrorists coming in from um, our totally failed border for a very long time. I believe they are here, and I believe they are you know sleeper cells that are waiting. And I find it very interesting that it's happening at a time where something like uh, you know. Let's say China, for an example. China is clearly working against us, and they're doing so, and this is what part of what fifth-generation warfare is, very stealthily. They're not openly against us, right? Well, they yeah. Are over- well, they're, they're, we're they're sending all the precursors for fentanyl to Mexico. Mexico. They also taught them, they sent scientists over there and literally taught them how to manufacture it themselves, and they're getting the precursor drugs over there, too. Right, so they want our general populace to be as weak and drugged as possible, like what we did to them in the opium wars. Yeah, but then also think about the British did. If 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 we are constantly getting, um, you know, terrorists, extremists through the southern border on a daily basis, and they're coming into the United States, what is somebody like China doing that would? integrate with that beautifully that would cause a, a severe I think they're probably working problem. together. They're getting, they are buying property like crazy. Yeah, I think they're, they're working buying, together. Absolutely. And and they're buying farmland. They're buying, the, again, when you work against somebody with their food and their water and their resources, they're at your mercy, okay? And they're buying up farmland. They're buying up homes. They're buying up, there's there's literally like 70% of the properties around like, uh, what was it? Um, uh, one of the air force bases in California Nellis. that is owned by, uh, was it? Yes. It, it may be another one is by the Flannery group. Um, that, uh, that, that owns all that. I, I can't remember right offhand, but Flannery, um, it sounds Irish, but it's not. <laughs> yeah, definitely Chinese. And it, you know, that, if you look back into um, crossing someone's borders like a couple hundred years ago, let's say, you know what, let's go back to the medieval times. If you were to cross over someone's border in the medieval times, they had a moat, right? What, what would they put in those moats? Um, Throw something out. What would they put in the moats? 
I, alligators. I guess it wouldn't be piranhas or alligators. <laughs> Very dangerous animals that would kill you, right? They would put tar in the moats, so when you try to cross it, they could drop a torch, light you on fire, and anyone else. They the penalty for crossing someone's border was death, right? Uh, imagine, do you think we would have this issue if our border was shoot on sight? Oh no! Oh no! There are videos of these coyotes taunting CBP officers, and they're like, ha, 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 pop up somewhere else, pop up somewhere else, pop up in the river, pop up here. And and don't forget about all the other terrorist-like activities that are happening. The knocker terrorists. People across the border, the rape trees. The, the I mean, there's all sorts of terrible shit that is happening there too, right? Our We have been infested by extremist type of terrorist like activity yeah not not only the and, islamic terror terrorists but cartels and everything else i mean dude, cartels we need to blow them off the map we need to fucking turn the whole place to glass roast them gone done well right? next week we should talk about cartels we should well maybe you should take a couple months off of <laughs> <laughs> uh but you know i, I think it, in all these situations when we're dealing with these dangerous people um kill them you know what i i george carlin once said he's like i'm all for peace but every once in a while every so often there's someone that needs to be shot in the face uh-huh. yeah some of the most prolific leaders in the world have had a very similar outlook on things i love george carlin i miss that dude oh. a great comedian yep and, and, and brilliant man what was it general Patton? he used to say um something similar right like uh everybody's got to play until they get punched in the face that no that's tyson no oh i thought it was Patton. no tyson Patton said uh may god have mercy on my enemies uh, souls because i will not well, there was uh, another saying where he had said, uh, you know, be like, be kind, be compassionate. No, no, and that was uh, Mattis. Money in the face. Matt, that's right. That's right. That's right. Be kind, be passionate, but have a plan have to plan kill plan everyone to in the room. Yeah. Yep. You have to. You have to. That's that is our our job to be God's warrior, to be great people. That is that is our job. Yeah, we have to stay dangerous. Yes, to be kind, be compassionate, be caring, be loving, be great people, and also be willing to use violence to neutralize terrible threats. And we, we have, have to. I mean, in the, in the 160 terrorists, Islamic terrorists, in July. That's crazy. That's July. It's almost like they want this to happen how many sleeper cells are in the united states right now bro i literally could how not you know? I, I, yeah i couldn't even guess and and that whole thing look i i get it behind every blade of, blade of grass Let, let's be realistic people may not want to invade the united states because there may be a rifle behind 50 well it, it's not going to be an invasion well they're already here that's what i'm saying they're already here and and it's not going to be it's not going to be like a standing army marching down the road no it's going to be hit and run attacks terrorist attacks and stuff like that to to cause fear 
and to crush our economy and everything else. Do you remember a time period? And because we grew up very close to each other geographically, um, do you remember in the DMV in DC, Maryland, and Virginia when the DC sniper was on the loose? Yes, I do. Uh, actually, one of my friends was at uh, a guy I worked with. Um, he was inside the Home Depot when the sniper sh- took a shot and, sh- and killed someone in the parking lot. Do you remember what it was like to go out and get gas? Yeah, remember what it yeah, was like yeah. Every time, okay, and- yeah. Every time they're like, "Oh, the DC sniper sh- shot someone in Maryland," everybody would run out to try to get gas. But yeah. uh, uh, his name was Bob, um, and he was an old Vietnam medic, a Vietnam vet medic, um, and uh, he unfortunately passed away since then, Bob Sheldon. Um, but he gave aid to one of the people shot at the Home Depot parking lot. Damn. Did they make it? Uh, I don't think so. I think... Uh Bob was a freaking awesome guy, man. I got I got I got some stories to tell you about that guy offline. Did we freeze? Right, like that. Oh. You know, it's the same yeah. kind of thing. Striking fear into everyone. Uh, you, you froze for a second, but I think you're back now. Um, that's also terrorism, right? That is striking fear into the hearts of all these people, uh, uh, random civilians in a general area where. You don't know when the next attack is going to come, and it's it's completely at random, right? And people were doing their best to prepare, but it was just Russian roulette every time you got out and and got gas, right? And and they strategically placed themselves in areas where white vans were when they took the shot, so there were always white vans. I mean, hey. yeah, everyone thought that everyone thought it was a white van, but it wasn't. Yeah. And guess what? They were kind of a. Islamic extremist. Yeah. No, say it ain't so. Father and son Islamic extremists. Well, they weren't father and son. The kid was driving dad around in the trunk of the car. Shooting out the uh, yeah, lock they, hole. They weren't father and son. Was it father and son? I don't think so. No, the kid was. Uh, um, yeah, I don't think. Uh, I don't think it was his son. He he just uh, extremified him. And and that's. One of the things that are scary, how do we combat people getting radicalized? Even if it's just not Islam, it's like people getting radicalized and all sorts of shit. I mean, it, it's a lot of people think that my opinions are, are radical to some Well, it's your, your, yours is not really radical. It's it, radical it, in the sense of freedom. Yeah, it, it's, it, it's saying it like what I'm saying, radicalized that. Uh, you believe, okay, let's say we have a difference of opinion. Mm-hmm. Let's say I am a different religion than you are. Mm-hmm. You don't want to kill me. That I know of. Correct. Maybe you do the way that you're looking at me. But, well, um, I was just I'm, waiting for, for the, what you were going to say. No, I, no, you don't want to kill me. But there's a lot of people yeah. that think, okay, they're not like me, so they must be killed. And I think that is a really dangerous place that we are in society. Yeah, but if we were to so think of our country and we're, we all believe in freedom, the, the three of us here believe in, in freedom and we're probably the closest like 
ideologically that that you could get to um, freedom absolutists, right? Besides Rich. (laughs) He's getting there, though. We're working on him. Yeah, one one step at a time. Uh, But how how could we ever say that... 280U is in the house. We, hey, 280U. You know, we, we certainly can't restrict people exercising their freedom of religion, right? Those are their natural rights. No, no, that's a natural right. We can't do that. Um, that's why I'm saying that what a problem with uh, Islamic extremists has to be dealt with by by Muslims. Yeah. The majority of Muslims do not believe in terrorism, but there is a large freaking percentage of them that do. I mean, enlarged by, like, not by you know, percentage-wise, but by numbers. Numbers. And we're well into the millions, well into the millions of people that believe that violence on civilians is sometimes necessary. Uh, that's what the report said straight up. I think one of the um, one of the biggest problems is Wahhabism. Which uh, is a type of Islam. Uh, it's uh, like all the Saudi schools teach it. It's like a very, very extreme conservative version of Islam. Damn, you're, conservatives. You're going to have to put me on. I'm not, uh, I'm it, not familiar with it, what it's, the difference. It's, okay, you, you, you have like the Kurds, right? You know, women's rights. They have women's rights. Women actually serve in the Kurdish military, you know. They don't go around with the with the ninja mask on the full barkas and, and stuff like that. The, the Wahhab, Wahhabism, you know, no women's rights. You're not allowed to drive. You have to cover up. It, you can only see your eyes. Isn't that Sharia law? Yeah, they're very Sharia. Okay. They believe in, you know, Islam to dominate the world and stuff like that. And Saudi and the Saudis are dumping shitloads of money into Islamic schools that teach that crap. Interesting. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't hip. How many? How many other? Like, how many different types of, um, you know, Muslim religions are there? No, there's lots. Because uh, there's another book. Um, and you I have like re- Sufism, Mahabism. You have the Shia, Sunnis. Uh, then the then the Kurds they have their own version of it. Um, what what's the the book that that they have that is basically like interpretation of scripture? I think it starts with like an H or something. I can't recall what it is, but it's it's basically like um, and this is kind of where some things can get dangerous because it, it's a it's a book that is like the um, um, the Muslim interpretation of scripture that is looked at by them. It's just written by by regular men right um but it's looked at the same way that they look at scripture the same way that like we look at the bible one way right or i'm just saying for christians would look at the bible are you one talking way. about the quran no no it's it's so let's say someone takes the quran and then they they have another book that is the modern interpretation of that scripture and they they use it and treat that exactly like scripture like we would never take someone's interpretation of scripture the same way that we take actual bible verses right and this is kind of where um extremism can begin because 
that's where like the convert or die comes in, right? As opposed to like the way that it's worded in the Quran versus the way it's where it's like the Hashia or, or some shit like that. I, I, I can't recall. I, I got, I'm going to have to look it up. Yeah. I mean, there's the Quran's like the big one. Uh, the, then they have like, you know, they actually follow like the Torah in Islam. Let me look it up here. Um, yeah, they they have. There's a lot of them that are related to others. I'm gonna have to look. Hold on. It looks like it looks like some uh, anti-freedom person jumped in here and started spouting a bunch of BS. It's funny how like uh, if you're somebody that believes in freedom. You're immediately a, a MAGA Trumper and and all this. It's like what? Had you 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 think I, I'm a I'm a Trumper because I believe in in freedom in the Constitution? Okay. Yeah, hold on, just let him go, let him go. But what's really funny is um, I don't like Trump. Yeah, I'm, at we, all. We, we've all <laughs> been open about that on all of our other channels, uh, so. Uh, freedom hater if if you want you can come to all of our other youtube channels as well <laughs> you're calling us trump supporter well one of us is a trump supporter yeah that's true the hadith i think that's what you're probably talking about yes yes that would you say the hadith yeah yes that, that. sorry I, I totally forgot what it was um but yeah i Look, I, if it comes down to it, then guess what? Yes, the Hadith. Thank you. Uh, if it, no, somebody said it? Yeah. Yep. Oh, if it comes okay. down to it. Oh, yeah, it, we're in Centennial. Good job. Yeah. If it comes down to it, then look, yes, I would absolutely swallow the vomit in my mouth and vote for Trump at this next election if it comes up against, you know, Biden and, and Trump. But uh, I've been very vocal about me personally um, disagreeing with a, a lot of things, most things that, that he had done, and, and that essentially his actions started where we are right now with the ATF completely acting out of pocket uh -huh. and overreaching on all of our natural rights. That all started by, by Trump with the bump stock banning, right? Yep. And yep. That, that gave them what they needed. Hey, Rusty, great to see you, bro. Uh, that uh, Rancid 88 is uh, Rusty Shackle. Oh, okay. Hey. Yeah. Um, it's hard when, when we don't, you know, we we only know usernames. Yeah. It, it's uh, it's kind of funny that, you know, somebody jumped in there and started like throwing, throwing around like stuff like we're a bunch of maggot people and stuff like that. And we don't like Trump. They're welcome to come on if, if you want to come on and have a conversation. Well, th that's um, one of the things that we're going to do on this podcast. I'm going to set it up so we can actually take uh, like discord calls and stuff from, oh sorry so i think personally that uh, like you know me i'm not the type that that falls on the republican side i personally i think the whole right and left thing is a sham i think we're the, all being purposeful the right and divided. left are two wings of the same bird 100 two wings of the same bird two heads of the same snake and you know that that bird is is all shitting on us right like i to the elites versus the rest of us. Yes. 
And I think that uh, people just automatically assume it because their smooth brains are only used to what CNN, MSNBC, NBC, and and all those shitheads in the mainstream media, even Fox too, right? I don't watch any of that shit because of, you know, what... uh, I do watch One America News every once in a while. I guess I have to say that. Well, I mean, <laughs> you watch them when, when you're on there. Yeah. <laughs> if you guys don't know, I'm a One American News contributor. <laughs> I think I'm going to be on there this week. I'm sure next week. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, look, I I understand that, that your simple mind won't allow you to understand out there uh, any anybody that, that doesn't support the, the newest thing, right? And then if you're going to vote in an upcoming election, that it must be this person or that person, right? Right or left, black or white, red or blue, up or down. Your life can be so much bigger than that, young man, woman, madam, sir. um, People want to live in a world of black and white when we actually live in a world of shades of gray. And it's we're in a place where, here's the interesting thing, as long as the government can continuously convince us that your neighbor is the problem, your coworker's the problem, this person that has opposing beliefs is a problem, guess who you're never going to focus on? The government. The one that is literally actively taking rights away from you. Rights that were given to you by God. And that's that's by design. Yes. You'll never realize that the one that's holding the the very top of the, the, the puppet, right, you're never going to get to him because you're you're too busy focused down here on this person that disagrees with you or that person that disagrees with you or they need to think this way or that way. There, and, there's so many more levels to this. It's not just left or right, red or blue, up or down, black or white. And why can't we call out? Um, why can't we call out um, the actual problems here? We absolutely can. Exactly, but you but they don't want you to do that, which is ridiculous because because we would then go back to a very dangerous place where neighbors take care of each other where we can leave our doors unlocked where we don't need to feel like we are you know on edge and fearful of everyone It, it once upon a time there was a time in which only those in power were the ones that that you know it, the world has changed so much, right? Do you guys remember leaving your door unlocked? Do you guys remember letting your kids go, you know, being oh, yeah. a kid or yeah. kids just going outside and playing? Oh, hell yeah. Right? Like, this was never how things were supposed to be. And and when I was growing up, I was told always, you don't talk about money, politics, and religion, Right. Now, those are literally the only three things that we talk about. Well, in our area, Dark, to be fair, politics was always pretty big in this area. <laughs> always. And, and also, it, it's the number one richest county in the United States. It's also the number one county in male suicide. Yeah. Crazy, I'm right? pretty sure those two go hand in hand. All right, let's get back on to the topic. We're getting way off. Uh, we're kind of all ADHD here, so but we're trying to keep it. Welcome to the show. Yeah, we're trying to keep it um, on, on point here. So getting back to Islamic extremists, we're, 
for some reason, we're not allowed to say that there's a such thing. It, it almost feels like if you say that, you're accused of being anti-Islam or whatever. You're, you must be a racist. Yeah. So that is kind of um, scary when they want to take away your ability to call something out, which there is an actual problem. The stats you read earlier, I would consider that a problem. Go to yeah. go to a Buddhist, a Hindu, and say, and see how many people would think would say, "Oh yeah, that, that's totally okay." Well, I think you're going to have uh, varying degrees of disagreement, uh, you know, over a, a large span of of people. Yeah, but I, I don't think that you're going to get like ten percent. Or even five percent of Hindus to say that's okay, or Buddhist, or Christians, or Sikhs. Yeah. I think uh, there are not other religions that are inherently violent when it comes to conversion, or um, at least modern modern day religions. The yeah. religions now, maybe in the past, but now. Well, Hamas straight up said that. Um, they not only want to extinguish Jews, but Christians as well. Yep. Yeah. Look at look at what happened um, with and in, 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 with ISIS with uh, with the Yazidi, the Yazidi Christians. They were wiped uh, out, man. Yeah, I'm I'm not hip, but all yeah, I know. Yeah, ISIS wiped them out. Like when the Kurds were like. The Kurds are pretty chill, right? They're like, yeah, whatever. You know, do 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 you? We'll do us, whatever. You boo. Um, and uh, but the ISIS was not like that. So how do we get like forms of like the Islam practiced via the Kurdish or stuff? How did that? How how does how does their standing get? The, the majority um, or better over the Wahhabism of the Saudis of the Sauds because they have a lot of money to to pin into uh, these uh, Islamic I schools. I, mean, I, I think like you said it, it likely would have to, to start somewhere in the Islam Islamic community right like you know we, we I would never agree to have any type of governmental restrictions on people's ability to practice religion. Absolutely. I wouldn't either. I think all of us agree with that sentiment. And if you look at like the um, extreme alternatives, like if let's say I'm a Satanist, right? I can't go now practice human sacrifices. Like there are restrictions on, on what you can and can't do. So uh, how, and it's just assumed like, well, I can't go, sacrifice my neighbor and you know take out his beating heart and and scream uh what what, what was the indiana jones uh thing? i can't remember uh you're muted rich i can't remember what it was you're still muted rich no you're not it wasn't muted. channel member channel channel member 
No, it, it was wasn't. not. It was not that. It was uh, come on. Uh, was it? anyway, it's it's that joke is since passed. Sorry, uh, but anyway, like uh, you can't just you know sacrifice your neighbor, right? So there's, but that's an assumed thing, oh. right? You, your rights go up until it violates someone else's rights. Is I think with what you're right. trying to say. Yes, thank you. So you know how, but that's an assumed thing. That is that is through um, you know that's culture, right? The culture is that I can't kill people for my religion. So so how how do we? Yeah, I don't think that's a we thing or governmental thing. It, it I think you're right. It has to be done within um, you know within their world but are those people that don't believe in in the type of uh you know radical uh muslim ideals are those people going to go up against those uh radical muslims that that are willing to murder people and say hey guys well, stop it, well well the, really the, the, the there is the, there is the quillium quillium uh, uh i'm gonna put yeah i'm, I'm, I'm gonna put that um i'm gonna put that um Um, I'm gonna put this in. Do you guys think it's misinterpretation of the Quran, or do you think it's, do you think that the Quran is actually that that that's what it says, or do you think it's the way it's interpreted, or what? What do you think God is here? So if if we all talked about a book and it wasn't the Quran and said that everybody that reads the book or a high number of people that read this book become radicalized, radicalized and kill people, we would all talk about how to ban the book. I I don't know. I don't think we should ban the book. Are you just talking about like the general, like the the general public or government would think uh, that? I'm just or, saying or... in complete generality. I I think things. Uh, first off, I don't know enough about the Quran, but um, yeah, I don't know. I I think whether it's a cultural thing or whether it's you know interpreted different or wrong or whether it actually says incredibly bad things. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I think uh, there an inherent danger to any religion, and I'm I'm a practicing Catholic, but there is an inherent danger uh, uh, danger to any religion, and that could be used to control people to do evil stuff, um, and do crazy stuff. Look at Jim Jones. People's Temple, or uh, even even freaking Heaven's Gate, man. So, what, what do you mean? What do you mean by that? Expound on that. Um, that there's an inherent risk to. What, what do you mean by that? When people put so much faith into something and they think it's infallible, there's a lot of power over that person. So, if someone says, "Hey, this is what this book says." And this book's infallible, and they misinterpret on purpose what the book is saying. Mm -hmm. Then they can get people to do evil stuff. The, the yeah. same way that yeah yeah people... yeah Johnny Barr brings up the FLDS, which was the fundamental uh, Latter Day Saints. 
Yeah. I mean, there's there's definitely even there's even people that that constantly misunderstand um, you know, scripture from the Bible, right? You know, they it, it I think there's there's always an opportunity for things to be misunderstood. Um, but I think it's a difference there's a difference between being misunderstood one and two um using it using it as a tool to purposefully skew it to radicalize people well well, that that's what i'm talking about i think that's the issue yeah so i don't know what a solution for that looks like I, i think it has to be education and i think it has to come from like groups within the within islam it has to be education it has to be like these guys are trying to lead you down uh like uh, like a straight path because i don't believe that a lot of the leaders of these groups are actually doing it for islam i think a lot of them are doing it for personal power sure yeah guys i need to drop okay yeah i'm gonna have thank to for having me on too yeah well we're almost done anyway um here make sure to check out flying rich on youtube uh at uh, flying rich all together also check out the uh, flying rich firearms and uh give them a follow on instagram at flying rich underscore official yeah so i i mean i i think we've had a really good discussion tonight um, let me guy let you guys let me know what you guys think do you like this do you not like this whatever uh, we're going to be doing these once a week on Rumble so we don't get banned. We would definitely get striked for the topics that we covered tonight. Oh, even in the in the first 30 seconds of the stream, we would have been we would have been copyright. And and I think the the plan would be to um, you know, go much deeper on all sorts of different topics, you know, not obviously not not just this, right? But uh, I think you guys would be able to to hear the the hot takes, uh, the the shit that we can't say on every other platform. We would be discussing here. Yeah, whether it's uh, you know COVID or whatever, um, or anything like that, or even if we decide, hey, we want we want to not only touch firearms, but we want to explain something about firearms. That's true. What not? I'm um, holding a Chrome AK right now. Yeah, Dark is holding a Chrome AK. Well, that's going to wrap it up for tonight, guys. You can On YouTube, I'm John Crump News, but I'm, I'm everywhere. I'm on Amalan.com and everything else like that. John Crump Live is my other podcast where we have interviews and discuss things with some really cool people. Uh, Dark, you can follow him at DLD After Dark over on YouTube. He is testing out this Rumble thing on this stream. And uh, you can go to dldhardware.com. Is there any type of discount code or anything? Or no? Uh, I don't have any codes right now. I, I usually bring everything down to the lowest pr- prices that I possibly can, just straight up. I mean, almost everything on the site is marked as a sale, just because I've literally brought the uh, pricing down to the lowest amount that I can um, that I can bring it to. But essentially. Um, Shopify is kind of trying to cancel me now because my my store on DLD hardware has been basically uh, created for people to be able to buy jigs when the frames and jigs were separated uh, in August of uh, 2022. And I started offering a service providing jigs, also developed my own jigs for polymer 80 frames and, um, you know, 
things to help people build guns. And then I started offering gun parts, uh, Shadow Systems Lore Parts Kits. And uh, Shopify didn't like that. So they said, hey, we think you're violating the weapons policy. So unfortunately, I had to start selling those parts on eBay. So if you're looking for lower parts for your Glock, I have Shadow Systems Lower Parts Kit that unlike on their website, that it goes for, you know, 70 to $130. I'm selling Shadow Systems Lower Parts Kits for $59 on eBay. And you know what? I think I can drop them in, uh, drop a link in chat here because it's just an eBay link. Uh, you can drop a link to anywhere in chat. Yeah, I will do that right now. You can drop it to dldhardware.com. Nice. Yeah, here we go. Boom, boom, and boom. Here's a link to uh, eBay. Uh, I know they're trying to they're trying to take me down. Liberty can't be canceled. It's crazy. Uh, but there's the link to my uh, eBay sh store. Uh, look, I know that uh, they're not the cheapest, but if you guys are looking for great uh, OEM grade parts, performance grade parts for your Glocks, but don't want to pay OEM prices and are also looking to support the channel, that's the best way to do it. 59 bucks and uh, supports all of us. So thank you, John, for doing this. And thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. No, I think and Dark's going to be here weekly, I believe. Yeah. I would love to. Yeah, Rich will be popping in from time to time. Um, hopefully, we'll be able to do weekly, but he might not be able to do weekly, but he'll be able to do as much as possible. Uh, that, way, that way we can keep it rolling um, with that. We do have a website that I am going to design. Um, I just haven't done it yet. Uh, and, the, and the website address is uncensored.wtf. Nice. So uncensored.wtf is, and, and if you want to email me, you can email me at hate at uncensored.wtf if you have any complaints and everything else. So we are out of here. I'm going to drop the jingle. So we'll be right back. Stick around, Dark. Just triggered by the Uncensored Podcast. Be sure to come on back next time to get pissed off all over again. Be sure to send your hate mail to hate at uncensored.wtf. Ah!